Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live. This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Believe it! It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Folks, I am at the Fan Expo press party here for 2023, and I couldn't think of a better person to talk to than one of the, I call them the unsung heroes behind the scenes that doesn't get enough recognition for putting together such a elaborate type of show like Fan Expo. This is Jerry Milani. I'm here with him. I talked with him uh, for the last two years now, one or two years, and he's been great. And I uh, just wanted to talk to him about what to expect this year at Fan Expo and uh, what are we looking forward to. So, Jerry, thank you for this time, and uh, welcome back to Philly. And if you couldn't think of a better person, you're not thinking really hard. <laughs> well, you were the first person I came by. There you go. I'm the only one around. But uh, not, that notwithstanding, I'm pleased to be with you and pleased to be talking about the show and what's going to be an amazing lineup and... You know, I think we're the first time I feel like we're fully back from the pandemic and doing a show here. We're away from Omicron, we're away from all that, right. and, and the crowds are going to tell us. Absolutely. Well, last, look, don't set yourself straight, because last year, you guys did a pretty good job coming back. And before we even talk about that, can we talk about what led to the rebranding of, you guys rose back from, like, the proverbial phoenix, from, if people don't know, you know, Fan Expo, formerly known as Wizard World, which we all loved. I used to love the show, uh, go to all the time. I, my first big convention was Wizard World in 2013 when Stan Lee was here. And I enjoyed it. I've never stopped going to cons since, and I just enjoyed the atmosphere so much that I decided to come back and do press for it. <laughs> but you guys, you know, kind of took a break, I guess, and a lot of people thought that you were going to be out of the scenes. And then in comes Fan Expo. And my question is, what led to the rebranding of this? And... What are we should what should we expect from Fan Expo now that we haven't done with uh, with Wizard World? Sure. So Wizard World started the first Philadelphia show in two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. So it had done a Chicago show for about three or four years before that. First time was two thousand and one that we did the the Fan Expo or the Wizard World in Philadelphia, right. and we did the show consecutively every year until twenty nineteen. And of course, in twenty twenty, the pandemic. This is the first show that we canceled. Yeah. So we had come from Cleveland and basically with the you know, the kind of the, the clo- closing the, sh- the city and the, and the state behind us as we were leaving on Monday right. morning. And so we knew that that June show was going to be in danger. And of course it was. And we didn't do any kind of show for 18 months. But we, uh, during that time, did what were called the Wizard World Virtual Experiences. So yes. it gave us a chance to kind of keep connected with the fans, keep connected with the celebrities. It was a thing you had to do during the yeah, time. Yeah, and then a different group kind of was uh, was taking over Wizard World, and they were not as interested in doing live events as the you know, previously had done for 30 years. And so this company, Fan Expo, that's done great shows and done shows for a long time, 
came in and kind of picked up those best Wizard World shows, the yes. Chicago and Philadelphia and mm -hmm. Portland and New Orleans and you know the kinds of shows that had the most promise, that had most growth potential and worked with the former Wizard World staff combined with the very experienced Fan Expo staff to kind of best of both worlds. Yeah. And we've seen it in shows like Chicago and Philadelphia uh, and New Orleans where it's taken the show from a level that it was at and just moved it up a little bit uh, yeah. to be more into that Fan Expo world. When fans come to the show, they're not going to recognize a big, huge difference. It's not like you're going from you know, watching a minor league A-ball game to watching the World Series, yeah. but you are going from uh, a show that, that fans loved, that people participated in, to another show that has a lot of those same attributes, just a little bit more so. And as somebody who actually did attend the old shows, you see a lot of that, you feel a lot of that. And it's great to have that little bit of nostalgia from back then, but give it a little bit of a nuance there. And last year, you guys came back, and I felt like it was a great reintroduction. Uh, you guys did really well last year with it, and I gotta say, this year, you guys are trying to outdo yourselves tenfold. What should we expect this year that we should be excited about in terms of you know, stepping it up the sun. Yeah, I think everything. I think, you know, you come to a show, and I my thing is always fans come maybe with one expectation of what they think the show is going to be or what they think their favorite part is going to be. Yeah. And usually it ends up being something different. They mm -hmm. still love getting to meet Michael J. Fox or getting to go to his panel, but they're going to see something. They're going to meet an artist. They're going to meet a, a different celebrity. They're going to see a vendor that has something. They're going to go home with a piece they never thought they'd be able to go with, either a commissioned art or something that they already see there. That's, all, gonna, that's my entire list. They're going to go to a panel that they look on the list and go, that sounds interesting, and they're going to go, they're going to get blown away right. by our panel programming. So for me, it's a different experience for everyone for what might be their favorite thing, yeah. and it's sometimes different than what you thought it was going to be your favorite thing. So you got a lot of you know names coming in. I mean, a lot of names coming in here. And I don't know whose idea it was, but thank you for bringing Molly Flanagan because she's a great friend of mine, and I've been looking forward to seeing her again, and we got plans for the weekend amongst all this, too. So <laughs> thank you to whoever booked her in. So, But otherwise, who are you most looking forward to seeing or having here? Yeah, I think for me, Chaz Palminteri has never been to a show that I've been at. Now, Chaz was in one of our virtual experiences. He was actually the very first virtual experience that I got to host right. was Chaz Palminteri and his whole Bronx tale. I went to school yeah. at Fordham. So Bronx Tale is literally right outside the front door, or the back door, <laughs> depending on your door you're looking at, right. at Fordham University. So the right. connection that, uh, that I have with Chaz, I'm really looking forward to meeting him in person because I haven't done that. And I just think there's a lot of folks that, um, that are, you know, Henry Winkler is always a favorite of mine and uh, someone that, you know, always has a smile. He, he walks out in front of his table and greets fans, people walking around. If, if you're going to get an autograph, you're going to get a book from him, great. But even if you're not, you're going to go away from thinking, man, that's the nicest man on earth. It's so amazing. Like, we, I can tell you now, we, we're going to age each other right now, but we grew up watching Happy Days. It's so amazing to see this actor. This is one of those things, like, how much of a good actor he is, because him playing the Fonz and him being Henry Winkler, two totally different people. It's and, such, and him being Gene Cousineau. And Gene Cousineau. In the very first episode, if, if folks watch Barry, the very first episode... Exactly he gets up and he starts dropping F-bombs and you just don't expect that to come out of Henry Winkler. It's the Fonzie we wanted to see. And you can tell, you know what, because he's not like that in real life, so you know what, he's a good actor if he can pull that off and make you believe it. Exactly. Um, as a person working behind the scenes, what, do you, what would you say is the most, what is the most appreciative part of your job as opposed to what is the most challenging part? 
The most appreciative for me is when I see fans come to show, the show and they get to interact with each other. So to me, our world lives online more than ever now. Fans of uh, any of the shows that we'll have, let's just use for an example, um, uh, Stranger Things. Fans from Stranger Things live online. They talk about the show, they watch the show on Netflix, they interact in Facebook groups, on Instagram, TikTok, wherever, sharing their favorite memories of the show or sharing their favorite uh, storylines that are current and going. And then they're going to come to the show and they're going to wait online to meet Joseph Quinn. They're going to wait online to meet uh, Van Dien and they're going to meet each other and they're going to be in the, in the panel. They're going to be sitting next to each other. Strangers who aren't going to be strangers anymore. They're going to be united by something in the fandom that they love. And for me, the best part is when I hear stories about people who met uh, at our shows and are still friends that's years later. It, that's what conventions is all about. That's the one thing I've always loved about going to comic book conventions because no matter what's going on in the real world, we got a whole entire weekend of people who just want to enjoy our favorite fandoms and they do it so it never I've never been to one con where everybody had any type of beef or whatever like that or it was just a great event and you come out of there just even at Philly? Even in Philly. Without a beef? We weren't here in 2016. So in 2016, we had a little issue, little issue, oh, really? uh, with our photo ops that were down for a little while. Okay, that so happens. So we heard, we learned all about the Philly fans when our photo ops were down for a while. Was it any greasy poles? <laughs> no, there were no grease poles. There were no championship celebrations. Um, there were no celebrations of any the, kind. It was the for total a, opposite for a couple of hours, but it all worked out. Everybody got their photo ops, and we ended up with. It may even have been before 2016. It was somewhere in that. Uh, in that era. The years kind of blend together having done so many shows here. So overall, if you can, you know, if you could give one word to describe what this weekend should be for fans, what would you give it? I would say united because fans are united by whatever their fandom is. And it could be multiple things. People will come here and they'll be Star Trek fans. So there's Star Trek stuff or they'll be uh, Stranger Things, like we said, or they'll be, you know, Happy Days fans from back in the day, or any of the things the that Henry Winkler has done. Everything, and there'll be a yeah. completely different set of people who are coming for Henry. But I guarantee that if people come for Henry Winkler because they heard Harry's here and Chaz Palminteri, they're going to run into something else yeah. that's going to become their new favorite thing. I mean, we got grow. there is literally something for everybody. If you don't know, the cast of Arrow is going to be here. You got anime actors coming. You got just something that strings of things, like he mentioned before. Uh, Back to the Future. I mean, it's just so, so many people. You guys have really... I've done yourself this time, and I'm looking forward to being there this weekend. So, hey, guys, if you are looking at this and you're in Philly right now, this is going to be a big weekend for Philadelphia. If you're down with all things anime, comics, movies, and games, what better way to celebrate your fandoms than coming down here to Fan Expo here at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Jerry, thank you so much, as always, to being a part of this, and thank you for all of your hard work and everybody in the team of Fan Expo as well. Thanks for having me, and thanks for being out, and thanks for coming to my party. Oh, absolutely. Drinks are free. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I hope to see you down here, and that'll do it for me. On behalf of myself and Jerry, all I got to say is learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here. Take care, and see you this weekend.
This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.